Hi, this is Neil. And I'm Isabel. And this is another episode of A Child Reviews. And today, Isabel, what are we uh, what are we reviewing? We're reviewing Austin Powers. International Man of Mystery. But first... Well, a whole sec. Before we get into anything else, okay, we gotta start first reactions. So, film came out in 1997. This is the first time you've seen this movie, right? Yep. First impressions from the movie, what'd you think? It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, weird is something, for sure, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was funny in a weird way. That was funny in a weird way. Okay, well, that's that's positive. I think that there's a lot of uh, good parts to the um, to the movie, and it holds up really well. Like, I was laughing with you. <laughs> and there were the, <laughs> the parts that I recited verbatim, because I just, I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. But it was your first time seeing it, so. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about the movie in a little bit. That's the movie we'll be reviewing today. Um, but first, why don't we talk about our weekly Funko purchases? And something that I've done. You know what? You want to talk about that first? Yes. You want to you talk about what happened to you? So, uh, I, and just a little bit of a preface it, Isabel is injured. Injured, yeah. I okay. broke my wrist. You broke your wrist. I broke two bones. I'll tell you the story. Okay, um, you tell the story. So I was walking from the changing room from swimming to go into the pool, and there's a puddle of water because they don't squeegee enough. Yeah. And I slipped on a bunch of water, and my hand posed in a weird way, and I couldn't really like, um, like get up. And it, and a kid and there was a kid like. Not a helper kid, but kind of like a. Um, yeah, you don't have to say his name. It's fine. I don't. I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah. Uh, let's just call him a kid. <laughs> okay, he's a kid. Yeah. And um, when I fell, he was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And yelling for a teacher to come, and she held me up. But if I uh, was still laying there on the floor, it could have been much much worse. I could have broken my whole arm. So you were one of the last kids to leave the locker room, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, the teacher was still in the locker room with helping the other girls. I felt I was crying a lot, and um, it really hurt. And even with ice on it, it hurt even more. And then when the teacher was helping me and my grandma and grandpa came, um, they took me to the doctors, and I found out that uh, my wrist, like, I broke two bones. Yeah. Uh, one's an invisible bone. You can't really see it, but I broke it. Yeah, and then there's the radius, which is the arm, the bone that connects your forearm to your wrist. Yeah. And that's so, the one you broke as well. Yeah, so I'm in a cast right now, and for four weeks or six weeks. Four to six weeks, yeah. Four to six weeks, I'm going to be in a cast. But this one's a heavier cast, but on Thursday, I'm getting a lighter cast. That will be really cool, because, you know, uh, I've never broken a bone. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm just super awesome that way. <laughs> but, but, uh, I think, you know, you've been such a big trooper and you didn't want to miss a podcast. You're not in any pain right now, though. No, I'm not. But, uh, so you're going to get your new cast on Thursday. You're going to get signed by all your friends. Yep. <laughs> and then you're going to talk to everybody about our, 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 uh, the movie that we're going to be reviewing today. No. No. None of the kids are going to probably care, huh? But my teacher will probably uh, listen to the podcast. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I hope you feel better. I know you're missing some ringettes, and I know you're missing some, you know, some big things coming up, like swimming, and but we're going to try to... Handball tournaments. Handball tournaments. Handball in general. <laughs> yeah, but we're hoping we can still get you to some of this stuff, so... Yeah, I'm still going to my ringette. It's just that I'm, um, um, I'm going to be missing missing most of it yeah that's okay it's like most of the season <laughs> well you know you're only missing i think like four or five games you should be fine um okay well this week we uh we actually did we we did buy some funkos surprise surprise weekly purchases. so yeah we're gonna talk about our <laughs> weekly purchases <laughs> weekly purchases do, 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 so you have this do, song do, but do. i don't i don't think you know anything about like the song music or anything, we you just. 
And then it seems like it changes every time. <laughs> That's a solitary song. Can I give it a shot? Can I try singing? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna say do 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 do. Weekly purchases of Funkos. Okay, no, that's that's no, pretty bad. That, that's really bad. <laughs> can, I do, can I do it in Baron? Can I do it in Baron Corbin's music? Yeah. 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 It's weekly purchases. To <laughs> the end of days, because he's horrible. <laughs> Giggle fest. Okay, well, let's get into what we bought. So, um, we bought the some of the Rick and Morty pops came out this week. So the first one we got is Teddy Rick. Yeah, Teddy Rick. So it, this actually came with a chase variant, but I don't I know what the, the um, I don't know what I, like I don't even know how to get that chase because it ran out super quick. There were only a few in the city, so. Um, I like that Teddy Rick. I want an, I want one for myself. Well, the new season of Rick... The reason why these Rick and Morty Pops are coming out now is because the new season starts on Sunday. So Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So I'm going to set a tape for that so we can watch it. Um, and then we have uh, Kirkland right. Meeseeks. Yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> I have to grab this because I got to see... Like, I... I I'm wondering what this is all about. I obviously this will be. That looks like a Nick Carter. Nick Carter. He looks like Nick Carter. <laughs> no, he's he... red. <laughs> no, like the hair. Yeah, but I mean, like obviously the Meeseeks are are blue, so I'm interested to see what how. Maybe they're mad Meeseeks. Well, the Meeseeks in the Meeseeks episode were mad, and they were no, still blue. No. They were just ripping each other's <laughs> arms off and hitting them with them. Maybe they're the loved ones. The loved ones? When did they ever establish that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that they. I think that they work at. Co- I think they work at Costco, because Kirkland is the um, is the uh, Costco brand. So I wonder if they just work at Costco. We're Costco BC. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting to see how that okay. ends up panning out um, well hold a second and then uh, what I else yeah you can see it okay, so which one is this Knight uh, of Ren yeah Knight of Ren from War Club this is the Star Wars from the new Star Wars movie uh, this is Kylo Ren he's got some sort of I don't know I don't know this isn't Kylo Ren this is just Knight <laughs> of Ren this is like a new character so I'm interested <laughs> to see if this is a Hot Topic exclusive um so I got as part of the three for thirty three deal. Three for thirty three. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so got those, and then also EB Games every Friday does his five dollar Fridays, and sometimes, sometimes they put Funkos as part of the five dollar uh, deal. They had one that me and and mom wanted really, really bad. We've been waiting for it to go down in price for a little bit because it's always been like forty bucks. Uh, but the uh, one with Woody from uh, Toy Story in the RC car. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So I was able to add that to our collection for four dollars and fifty cents. Four dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Wow. So good deal. So we got some good deals this week. But you know, I always like when Hot Topic does the three for thirty-three deals because when they do, it's a great uh, time to load up on commons and and some exclusives. So so yeah, really excited about that. And now I guess Hot Cash. Hot Cash started. Oh, yeah. So we should try to look at Hot Cash. We should mention that to Mom when she goes out today. Maybe go by. See if any of the new Rick and Morty Pops came out. Yeah. You gotta get shorty. <laughs> are you excited for the new... Uh, <laughs> are you excited for the new Rick and Morty season? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Like, there's gonna be 70 new episodes. Well, 70 new episodes over the course of seven years. They're doing 10 episodes a season for seven years. So, it's 70 total. Yeah. So, well, there's gonna be uh, seven <laughs> new seasons and 10 episodes a season. So, I'm I'm really looking forward to the new season. I'm wondering how these Punko Pops fit into the episodes. So, it'll be fun to kind of, like, watch the, se- the, the season upcoming and then, like, match up 
So I'm really interested to see <laughs> how this fits in. But uh, um, you know, and again, we'll talk about it in the um, uh, w- you know when we talk about the news for the week on Funko. But um, they also have some other pops that they're putting out over the course of the next month um, related to the new season. So um, like an Amazon exclusive and stuff. So, anyways, let's let's get into that. Um, is this your weekly news of the week? What are you doing? That's song for Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mine sounds sad. Slightly. What is in that medication you're taking for your broken wrist and hand? <laughs> I know it says children Motrin, but... Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the news of the week. One thing that's really... I don't know if you saw this, Isabel, but there's a Disney Park exclusive. It's the Abominable Snowman in a bobsled. What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, no. It's going to come out soon, no? I want the... um. The, um, Alice. Alice? But they have Alice. They have Alice in the teacup. I know. That's the one I want. Right. That's the Disney Park exclusive you want. But, like, so for on Disney Park exclusives, you've been to Disney World. Yeah. When you were six. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but if you could make a Funko Pop based off of your experience, like, based off of, like, the most fun you had at Disney World, what do you think that would be? Uh... I'm going to say uh, the Simpson roller coaster. Simpsons was on Universal Studios. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Although it might be uh, part of Disney soon. Can I just say that? Because it's going to be a part of uh, It probably could. Disney. No, that's, that's a fair point. Oh, um, wonders are going to sell, like, um, fa- like, is Family Guy with that? Family Guy? It's yeah. going to be part of Disney, too, yeah. Wow. It's part so of the Fox, too. So, maybe in the store, they're going to sell, like, Simpson and Family Guy, too. They probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, as, like, I'm sure the Simpson stuff is going to start moving over to Disney. I really want the, um, a Stewie plushie. I, I, I like Stewie plushie? I like Stewie. You like Stewie? It's pretty cool. You know what's fun? Um, so, this week on Tuesday, on November 12th, mm-hmm. Disney Plus launches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to get that for oh, us. Oh no, we'll definitely get it. Yeah, because sure. mom wants it. <laughs> I think we all want it. I think there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Like they're gonna have the entire Simpsons series. Really? The entire thing and, and Family, Family Guy. Guy. Oh, so yeah, 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 we're getting it. Yeah. And I also want the other thing that has uh, Friends on it. Which one? They have like. Oh a- right, right, but that's not coming out until next year. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, gonna be part of uh, HBO Max. So that's going to be actually a little bit harder for us to get in Canada, but... We'll try. We'll try. Because I really... I love Friends. That's my favorite TV show. Well, I like Family Guy, too. So you're saying that we should probably review a Friends episode at some point in the future? Yeah. And and um, and then when we get like going and we do some of Thousands, yeah. the Thousands, I want to do Family Guy, too. Okay. Because I... I and also, Friends ended in 2003. 2004. 2004? Yeah. It said that it came out... It started in 1994. It went for 10 seasons, and it finished in 2004. I was on YouTube, and I was watching it, and, and it showed... Do you believe everything it, that's on YouTube? Said you were the one who said that Land is, like, cannibalizing people. No! That's not <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I know you like Azzyland. Uh Okay, so Walmart also announced that uh, they put their Chrome uh, Hulks, like all the different color Chrome Hulks, oh, yeah. on sale for five ninety nine each. So if you're looking at those Chrome Hulks, now's a good time to get them. <laughs> hey, uh, games. St- <laughs> hey, hey, that is not that's not how I sound. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, shoot. I, I should really, you know, watch the way I speak then. Uh, so one of the other things that came out this week, GameStop announced that um, they have the new uh, Batman and Joker gamer oh. boxes. Um, Are you going to get so- one of those, Papa? Well, I don't know because yeah. it, it's, oh, they've only announced it for GameStop. They haven't announced it for EB Games. 
so I don't know if they're going to be coming out. But um, they also announced that they're going to be doing Marvel boxes as well, oh. and all of them have chases. So the Marvel ones have like uh, Spider-Man, so like Miles Morales and uh, and a few other ones, and then they have Groot and they have a few others. So it'd be interesting to see uh, if EB Games ends up picking it up because they have one, they have Gamer Groot, which would be pretty oh. fun as a chase. Oh, do you so, want that? I mean, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. And mom would probably want that. Probably. But mom likes Rocket more. She does like Rocket, but, you know, still Groot's pretty good. Uh, another thing also that came up this week, uh, Funko is opening a brand new 40,000 square foot store in Hollywood, California. Oh, wow. That's not even here. No, it's in Hollywood. They wouldn't be building a 40,000 square foot store in Winnipeg. <laughs> I'm sorry, they wouldn't. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but they announced as part of that it's opening, I believe, November 20th or 21st. I'd have to double check the date, but but they have. Um, <laughs> you know, it would be funny. It would be open by Chuck Norris, like. <laughs> like the store is open by Chuck Norris. Yeah. What does Chuck Norris have to do with this? <laughs> and you're doing jive hands. What are you doing there? Is he karate chopping everybody? No. Well, then no, what's like, he doing? Like scissoring. Scissoring? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're, you're making like you're making hand sing- signals. Like cut it out. Like Joey Gladstone. Was he? Oh, he's cutting. Are you trying to say that he's gonna cut the ribbon to the store? Yeah. Oh. He's using the big scissors. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Could you imagine Chuck Norris going to the Hollywood <laughs> Funko thing, cutting the ribbon and saying, cut it out. <laughs> Maybe they'll do a um, full house Funko Pops at some point. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So wanna, If they do, I want a Michelle and Stephanie. A two-pack? No. Oh, do you just want the, the commons? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be. Um, so they also announced <laughs> as part of the Funko Hollywood store opening that they'll have a few exclusives for the opening, including uh, Chester Cheeto oh, with uh, the Cheeto bag. I want that one. It looks really cool. Um, and then uh, there's a few other ones. They have like Marilyn Monroe. Which one? Can I see? Yeah, I'm just going to pull it up. So yeah, they'll have Marilyn Monroe. They'll have um, a few like uh, Freddie Funko exclusives. So yeah, it's uh, some really cool ones in there. So I'm just going to um, pull that up here with one sec. Um, while I'm looking for that, uh, the other thing uh, that came out this week was uh, there's a new FYA exclusive Alien from Toy Story with a oh, with a t-shirt. Yeah. Which is going to be really cool. I, actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, here's here's a better cool. picture of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh? Speaking of the Funko Hollywood, here's some pictures of what it looks like inside. So they have these oversized Funko Pops. Um, here's some of the Disney ones. So that's pretty sweet. They have like oh. Maleficent and... Uh, Jafar and a few other ones. So I want to go. And but the really coolest one, Kool Aid Man. He breaks through the wall. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's from Family Guy. I know. Um, oh no! Oh, oh no. no! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, so here's what the Marilyn Monroe's look like. So she's got like the sunglasses on and she's wearing, she's got like a bag, like a Funko Hollywood bag. I want one. And then they have Wonder Woman and Huckleberry Hound. These are going to be super limited edition though. I want the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And then they have Big Boy. So they have like a line of Hollywood, like they're wearing glasses and they have the Hollywood Funko bag in their hand. I want Marilyn Monroe. I know, but they're going to be super hard to find, and Daddy has to pay a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay mortgage. Yeah, you got to learn more about you know, finances and taxes and mortgages no! and investments and how, stuff. How much would this be in, um, in finances? What? Like, how much money is this all? Uh, what, you mean the, our house? Yeah. <laughs> I could discuss how much of our house is no, worth. No, no, no. Like the Funkos. Oh, the Funkos. How many? Um, So we have just over 700 and I think our value is at like 17000 right now. So I, Something like that? I thought it was like at a million. 
Skokan, no. <laughs> if it was, <laughs> collection done. <laughs> collection done. <laughs> We're selling all. Hey, yeah. come on. Million dollars. <laughs> yeah, if anybody out there wants to pay me a million dollars for all my Funkos, sure. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got some pretty cool ones. We do. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what I bought that I'm I'm waiting for? They they should be at the border right now. Um, well, we talked about it last week a little bit, but I think what just got <laughs> delivered was that 10-inch Count Chocula, which I'm super looking forward to getting. So, anyways, we'll look out for that. Um, you saw Jumanji, <laughs> right? Jumanji? Yeah. The old one? Yeah. 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 So they have Alan Parrish as a Barnes & Noble exclusive, oh. which is pretty cool. Uh, so I, I might actually, I might end up getting those. I really do enjoy them. But the one thing I, they announced that I'm really, really looking forward to, Happy Gilmore Pops. Finally. You're not excited? Why don't you go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> and they start swearing at the ball, and then he <laughs> throws, he punches the golfer in the face. Uh, Kevin Nealon. Oh, that's such a great scene. Um, well, so they're going to have a Happy Gilmore uh, on its own. They're going to have a Happy Gilmore Bob Barker two pack. They're going to have Chubbs and a Chase for Chubbs. Which Chubbs. I, I. Well, you haven't seen the movie yet. Chubbs is, is his mentor, his golf mentor, played by Carl Weathers, who was in Rocky as Apollo Creed. Uh, they also announced uh, that there's a 10-inch Michael Jordan that's coming out, and they oh, finally yeah. show what that looks Why? like outside the box. Why? Because it's awesome. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. That's why? He's even better than Brian Scalabrini, but Who's that's debatable. Brian Scalabrini? <laughs> 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 Brian Scalabrini? <laughs> He's probably like the best twelfth man in history. Are you sure he's not a weenie? <laughs> well, he could be. <laughs> Brian Scalabrini. Um, I saw, I know that they they announced the new Harry Potter boxes. Oh, uh, so I want there's like one. a Harry Potter mystery box. Oh, I want one. Yeah, so they have like a mystery plush and a mystery pop, and all the boxes apparently are different. I it, want one. This is Barnes and Noble exclusive. I want it. Well, you're, we gotta go to Barnes and Noble. No, you, no, you're getting me it. Oh, oh, oh I am, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're getting me it, no yeah. matter what, because I love it and I like Harry Potter. So in the box, they'll have Pez dispenser and a pop, okay. and all of them are different. So okay. uh, there's no chase, but they're they're just kind of like random commons and maybe a I few don't exclusives. I really care who I get because I like like everybody from harry potter yeah i don't even care if i get like Hogwarts. harry potter <laughs> <laughs> no because I, I haven't watched much of that, those movies so no, I, uh, I was about to say hogwarts hogwarts <laughs> you mean the place where like the they go to get trained they don't train in hogwarts it's a school Right, but isn't it a school for them to learn how to be whatever? What, what's he a magician or something? Is he an illusionist? <laughs> no, he has. Is David like, Copperfield there? No. Is no, it Harry Potter wand, and David Copperfield? <laughs> he has. He gets a wand, but the wand chooses him. How did the wand choose him? Because it has to work kind of together. With what? Power. Like what power? Like he's, like he's in. Um, so kind of, I want to kind of I want to explain the movie. Uh, so basically, um, he's in. This seems like it's gonna be really, <laughs> really long story. Well, there's this guy named Harry Potter, and you know he's got no. like parents and stuff, but no, his parents no. are not there. So no, his parents are dead, and he lives with his aunt and uncle and their son, but. They're kind of jerks. They right. don't really like him because, well, he's kind of like magic kind of thing. He can talk to snakes, which isn't Slytherin, but he's not a Slytherin. Right. So, um, like, you find out that in the second movie, he, he, 
Because one of the Slytherin people turn into a snake, and then he's, like, trying to back up and talking to it. And the people, like, are all, like, in shock because Harry, he's not a Slytherin. You're but a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a no, wizard, Harry. No, I got a joke. Wait. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it's it's kind of funny. It's from this thing called TikTok. And oh, God, TikTok <laughs> again. And... <laughs> And it's like, me and you, and you, and me, and then there's your friend Steve. And as for Steve Rogers with some of the Avengers, it's like, me and you, and you, and... and I'm never and letting then, you use TikTok again. I'm not using TikTok. I don't use it. Oh, you just watch it? You just watch the TikTok me videos? Me and you, and me, and, and then... How did you get on that rant Steve, from, Steve, from Harry Steve, Potter? Steve, but I made a joke of it, and it's, um, what's her name? Um, Hermione? No, not Hermione. It's... Captain Marvel. No, Valkyrie. No, no, this is for Harry Potter. Oh. So it's Ron and Ginny, and Harry is, like, about Yo, to hug listen, Harry. them. And <laughs> hug them both. It's, like, me and you and you and me, and, and then there's your... This really sounds bad. <laughs> oh, there's uh, this. This is a joke that you made. It's like you're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, yeah. Harry. Yeah, yeah. It's not a joke. It's that's from dinner? the movie. What's for dinner? No, Harry. No, I no. believe you don't understand. You're a wizard. No, I no. understand. I'm a wizard. I just want to know what's for dinner tonight. <laughs> No, yo, you're a wizard. You have to come with me to Hogwarts. What's Hogwarts? No. I just want to have some mush or some bangles and mash or something. <laughs> I want some potato. No, no, Harry, you don't get it. No, no I, you're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard. You have to come with me. He's like, I'm not going with a stranger. You're strange in here. Okay, what's for dinner? <laughs> All right, so okay. let's get let's get back to the Funko news so we can and, wrap and, this up, and, 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 and we gotta talk about Austin Powers. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's just get into Austin Powers. Well, hold on a second. I got two more notes, and then oh, we're rolling. Wow. Okay. okay. Is this a pop town with Alfred from Batman? Oh, I like Alfred. He's cool. Yeah, he is cool. He's a cool, dude. He's a cool dude. I don't I don't know <laughs> if I would ever say that, but yeah, I had one last note I had to get through one last one. because I. As soon as I saw this, I had, like, I ran to go get this, literally. Major League is coming to Funko. Now, you have not seen this movie. We will probably review it in some sort of form or fashion later. But the 1989 classic, Major League, is finally having Funko Pops. They announced that they're going to have Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn with a chase, which is just, oh, I'm so... Like, the, the chase is just amazing on its own. But, like, do you see the chase there with him with the glasses? When you watch the movie, you'll find it pretty cool. And then they have Tom Berenger's character, the catcher. I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. I mean, that's kind of the news for the week. Okay. So let's talk about the 1997 movie. You picked this one. Austin Powers. Yeah. Why did you choose Austin Powers? Um, I just saw the Funko of it and I didn't <laughs> watch it. So what? I kind of just... <laughs> Well, they do have some good Funkos to them. Yeah. So they have the, um, they don't have a chase, but they have uh, two different types of Austin Powers pops. Um, one of them is a GameStop exclusive. Yeah, and then they have Vanessa Kensington and Dr. Evil. So the movie came out in 1997. Um, and this was the brainchild of Mike Myers. And now Mike Myers is, I mean, he's one of my favorite SNL uh, guys. Like, I, I really enjoyed him on SNL. And um, after he left SNL, he was trying to find out kind of what to do. And he had this idea. He was actually driving home. Um, and he had Burt Backrack on the radio. And it reminded him of his dad who passed away a few years prior. And he, he wanted to um, uh, make a movie to go through what his dad loved, which was 1960s British spy movies, which were quite heavy in the 60s and specifically like james bond and and those kind of things so he wrote and directed this movie no, i'm sorry he didn't direct sorry he just wrote the movie uh jay roach directed the movie uh jay roach is probably obviously he's best known for all the awesome powers movies he also did a movie called dinner for schmucks 
with, <laughs> with Steve Carell. I'm a schmuck. No, you're not a schmuck. <laughs> uh, Papa called me Gishmuck. Is that what she says? He says I'm Gishmuck. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, well, that's beautiful. <laughs> I uh, she he, he also uh, did all the Meet the Parents movies Meet as well. The parents? Yeah, you don't Meet the Parents with Robert De Niro. No, I don't know. No, and Ben Stiller. No. From uh, Dodgeball. I know him. Yeah. I don't know the rest. <laughs> and another movie that really kind of gets underrated, but I really enjoy it, which is The Campaign with Will Ferrell and uh, Zach Galifianakis. But uh, this movie, yeah, came out May 1997. Uh, it had a $16.5 million budget and had a box office gross of $67.7 million. The one thing, though, like it did okay at the box office, but the big thing was its video release because it was huge, huge on video rental in 1997 and 1998 so much so they then greenlit a uh, sequel which came out in 1999 called awesome powers the spy who shagged me and we might even do that one later because that movie uh had a budget of 33 million they weren't sure what to expect well it ended up grossing 312 million so it was a huge box office success the third one also did really well that was awesome powers and gold member um which came out in 2002 that one actually has beyonce in it yeah but that movie was like that had a, a even bigger budget 63 million dollar budget and then making about 300 million at the box office so you know these were really big films uh the first one kind of again was the start of it but they didn't have a huge budget they didn't have a huge cast a lot of scenes were shot in like one area so like you know there's a lot of scenes that take place in dr evil's lair and there's a lot of scenes that take place in like a nightclub or um bedroom or a, like a hotel room so in in ways of trying to save an airplane an airplane yeah trying to save budget they they did that and they they casted um a number of actors who had name value but weren't like big name actors you know like elizabeth hurley like she was dating uh, her big thing obviously she outside of being a model is she was uh, married to hugh grant at the time and then there was robert wagner who <laughs> he was on a show called heart to heart which you're not gonna you're not gonna know <laughs> that is but um he uh yeah he definitely um had some name for other reasons which i can't really get into but (laughs) he definitely is uh a big name uh especially from that time uh seth green who uh you know as we talked about this who was he in family guy oh um he plays uh, chris chris yeah yeah uh, and Michael York, and Michael York's like a big British actor. He's done a lot of. Um, uh, he did like he did Logan's Run. He did Three Musketeers. Did Romeo and Juliet. Did Cabaret. Did a lot of. He was a, he was a fairly well known uh, character actor, and he was in the movie he played uh, Basil Exposition. No. I remember that. You watched the movie. I know. I don't remember. <laughs> but no uh, you know it's uh it's a great movie i really enjoyed watching it again with you um so i mean i guess you know let's let's start from the top they um they introduced dr evil kind of at first but you don't see that it's mike myers face right mike myers is austin and um dr evil that's right but originally he wasn't supposed to be dr evil mike myers was only supposed to play austin powers so he originally had casted jim carrey to do the movie as dr evil yeah and but jim carrey couldn't commit to it because he was also doing liar liar at the time oh so he wanted to do it yeah he wanted to definitely do it but he couldn't because he was doing liar liar so uh mike myers ended up taking the role and he patterned the character of dr evil after lauren michaels who's the creator and executive producer of saturday Night live oh wow yes cool yeah uh so you get introduced to his entire clan he's got that um uh, a Frau Fabissino. You know, the woman? Oh. Frau? Yeah. And then they had the the guy who's saying, Yes, they're always after me, lucky charms. You remember the hitman? Yeah, they're. And I remember that other girl. She's always the. <laughs> Dr. Evil's, like, girl. Like, the girl. You mean the girl that uh, Austin was uh, with in the casino? Who are you talking about? That, um. I forgot her name. Uh. So not Frau? No. You mean a lot of vagina? No. <laughs> it's the girl in it that he he says that she's done a good job and like 
What? Like, oh, I forgot her name. I'm I'm lost. I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to say. Um, the girl with the weird haircut, kind of. Um, the weird haircuts. Doc, with Doctor Evil, like in the background. Are, yeah, are we talking about Frau Forbissino, the older woman? Yeah. And she screams, "Scott!" Yeah. Yeah, that's Frau. Oh, oh, oh. I just made a big fool of myself. I was trying to tell you it was Frau. Anyways, so uh, um, you get introduced to all the characters around the table. So you had Frau, you had the Irish hitman, you had uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you get introduced to the first, and Mr. Bigglesworth, of course. Yeah. And uh, he's all with hair and stuff. It's well, because it starts out in 1967, yeah. right? And then uh, Awesome Powers infiltrates the lair, and then um, Doctor Evil gets away by going to a cryogenic. Uh, like he gets himself frozen, and then he goes out into space in a big boy. <laughs> wow, that thing looks like a big boy. Well, they still have great product at reasonable prices. So you get introduced <laughs> to all that, and then there's this big like dancing montage. You remember the dancing montage where they have the credits? And he's like dancing in the streets with everybody. Yeah. That was a pretty that was a pretty fun scene. That looked like it was probably a lot of fun. Definitely shot on a soundstage. <laughs> but what did you think of the kind of the opening credits there in that dance sequence? Good. It yeah. Was pretty cool. Yeah. It was fun, huh? Yeah. And then you get introduced to uh, Austin awesome Powers. He's in 1967. <laughs> finds out that Doctor Evil's uh, getting frozen. Oh, oh, hold on a sec. We skipped past it. The live video in the car. It's 1967. Yeah. And Austin Powers has live video chat in a vehicle in 1967. In the 60s. Yeah. Like, like even in 1997, that was not possible, let alone 1967. But I guess the British spies figured it out, right? And it's better than earlier in the movie when, like, later in the movie. And the internet seems very terrible. <laughs> well, he's using dial-up, right? And he still has great picture. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Doctor Evil gets frozen in the big boy statue. Um, you see that Austin gets frozen as well. Yeah. They show Austin in the unfreezing process, which was a pretty fun scene. Like they show him, uh, like all like he goes the liquid goo phase, and he's like caught in this red goo, yeah. and then he comes up, and then they they position him, and then he has to go pee. Yeah. You remember what he, the scene when he has to go pee? Yeah, it's like. Feels like it's like an hour. Yeah, he's just evacuation come, evacuation come, evacuation <laughs> come. <laughs> it's like he keeps peeing, and he wanted just went on forever. Uh, and then he's like taking a shower, and he's like, he's, he's looking around, and everyone's looking at him. Um, evacuation come, evacuation come. <laughs> uh, and then he goes and he gets his like personal effects, and they show all the different things in the box that he left over including uh his burp back rack cd oh and then they call him danger powers yeah and he's like well i have here danger powers no Danger's my middle name danger powers personal effects actually my name is austin powers it says your name danger powers no 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 Danger's my middle name. It's uh, Dr. Evil back in his lair. He's come back from the unfreezing process himself, and now he's back in his lair. It's 1997. Mustafa's still there. Will Ferrell doesn't look like he's aged, right? No, no, None of them look like they've aged since 1967. Mm. Right? Including, yeah. like, Frau and everybody. Yeah. Um, but Mustafa, remember when uh, Dr. Evil, like, tries to kill Mustafa? He tries to kill Will Ferrell's character, and he pushes the button, and he falls into that pit of fire... And he's like, I've been badly burnt. <laughs> I'm still all right, but I've been badly burnt. <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> and then Dr. Evil sends a henchman down there to shoot him. <laughs> he shoots him. Ow, my arm! You shot me in the arm! Why would you do such a... And then you hear another gunshot, and it's just quiet. And then the door closes, he's like, okay, I guess he's, I guess he's dead. <laughs> Oh my arm! My arm! You shot me in the arm! Why would you do that? 
but uh and then that's when you you know you talk to the uh the irish um hitman right and Let he's the charm yeah and everybody's like, laughing yeah scotland yard would love to get their hands on that bracelet yeah they're always after me lucky charms it's a television commercial oh look at me they have my lucky charms <laughs> it's just dead silence <laughs> Um, and then you get introduced to number two, right? Who's Robert Wagner? Uh, yeah. In 1997, and um, you know they start going back and forth, and uh, uh, Mike or uh, Doctor Evil starts laying down like how he's going to take over the world, mm-hmm. and he's he's listing all these different things that like have already happened. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm going to use a laser to <laughs> to break the. Um, the Earth's barrier, letting UV UV rays in, and <laughs> to <laughs> advance the risk of skin cancer. Uh, that's already happened. Okay, new plan. I will <laughs> I will make it seem that Princess Diana had an affair, <laughs> thus breaking apart the, her marriage with Prince Charles, and unless the uh, the uh, the Queen can pay me a hefty ransom, and then he's like, uh, that's already has happened as well. <laughs> Well, he swears. He's like, all right, well, let's just get a whole bunch of nuclear weapons and blow stuff up. So then he's like, so how much money should we ask for? And he's like, one million dollars. Here's the plan. We get the warhead and we hold the world ransom for one million dollars. Don't you think we should maybe ask for more than a million dollars? A million dollars isn't exactly a lot of money these days. Virtucon alone makes over nine billion dollars a year. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not... Okay, then. We hold the world ransom for... One hundred billion dollars. Number two is like... Well, a million dollars really isn't a lot of money these days. Uh, our our company alone made over four billion dollars in profits last year alone. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, then we'll ask for one hundred billion dollars. <laughs> uh, oh, is that also the time when? Um, and I don't know if it was that time, or maybe another scene coming up. But then he gets introduced to Scott, who's played by. Uh, like his son who's played by um, he's like give your dad a hug give, give me a hug her. hug me Scott give me a hug <laughs> and he's like hug me hug me hug me <laughs> get, out of me. get out of here psycho uh, <laughs> and then they have probably one of my favorite scenes of all time in well specifically in this series but when they go when they go to the casino and uh they have um uh number two playing i think he's playing back rack i think he's playing like a card game and you get uh you see the car dealer and you remember who the car dealer was played by no the soup nazi oh yeah that was just kind of fun um and then austin powers he introduces himself to number two he's like hello my name is number two and this is my professional confidant a lot of a lot of vagina <laughs> and awesome, I thought it was lots of vagina. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's a lot of with an F, vagina, a lot of vagina. <laughs> um, well, my name is Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife Oprah. That's what Austin says. Because <laughs> Richie Cunningham was a character from uh, Happy Days, which is kind of fun. And then <laughs> uh, number two gets dealt that hand. And, oh no, they're playing. They're playing blackjack. Sorry, they were playing blackjack. Sorry, not backrack. And so they're playing blackjack, and he uh, number two has the X-ray vision through his uh, eye patch. Yeah. And he had seventeen. He could see there's a four on the next card. So he's like, "Hit me." I suggest you stay, sir. Says the dealer. And then number two's like, "I like to live dangerously." And then of course he pulls out the four, and now he has twenty-one. And then they <laughs> roll over to Austin Powers. He has, he has a two and a three. He's got five. Because <laughs> the, the whole point of Blackjack is to get to 21, right? So he gets dealt this, this two, and fi- two and a three to have five. And he's like, five. I'll stay. And then the card is like, I suggest you hit, sir. Because even if you take, you get a face card, it still only brings you up to 15. You're trying to get 21. So 
says, I also like to live dangerously. And the dealer pulls it over and he's got 20. Well, my 20 beats your five. Excuse me. Do you mind if I join you? Not at all. Game is blackjack, gentlemen. $10,000 minimum bet. King for you, sir. And a three for you. 17. Hit me. You have 17, sir. I like to live dangerously. Four, twenty-one. Five. I'll stay. I suggest you hit, sir. I also like to live dangerously. As you wish, sir. Twenty beats your five. I'm sorry, sir. Well, I won't lie to you. Cards are not my bag, baby. And then they go to that scene in the casino where uh, Austin Powers goes to the men's room because he tries to follow Dr. Evil. Or not Dr. Evil, sorry, number two. And when he gets in there, you get introduced (laughs) to cowboy hat-wearing Tom Arnold. (laughs) There's a whole joke where they're both in the the bathroom stalls together. And then as Austin Powers is going to the bathroom... Um, that that uh, uh, Irish hitman comes out and he's got the Lucky Charms and he tries to um, choke out Austin Powers, but the guy, but Tom Rowell thinks that he's like trying to take a big poop, so he's like, "Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for?" So then, I just I really love that scene. <laughs> the whole he's trying to think that he's pooping. <laughs> And then he's like, he opens the stall door afterwards and he looks it over at Austin's stall. He's like, you see the guy head first into the toilet. It's like, hey boy, what did you eat? Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. <laughs> Oh, that was a good scene. Um, and then he's like, um, they have these scenes where Austin's in his like hotel room, and then you start kind of seeing that relationship built between Veronica and and Austin. That that funny scene where he's like, uh, in a nutshell, oh yes, oh I'm in a nutshell, and he's like trying to push his way out. And then they have the video calling again, and it's like the dial up from AOL, and it's still better quality than <laughs> than what we have now. <laughs> it was amazing quality for 1997. Um, <laughs> and then he has that scene with um, Alada in her loft. Oh yeah. And then that's what brings back to like Veronica getting jealous, and he has to kind of like realize that. Um, you know, he's not in 1967 anymore, and he goes through that whole montage when he's in Vegas, and he's like catching up on, um, on everything he's missed, including he tries to put a CD in the record player. Oh yeah, and does a scratch. Um, but then that leads to another funny part where, um, he's in the uh, he's in the the hotel suite with like Basil's there and all these British spies and he starts talking about how he you know was trying to work with um, uh, trying to get intel from Alada and she he got all that intel and then uh, <laughs> I think Basil says something to him about like what are things that that scare you like because I think Austin said there are only two things that scare me and he's like well what's that and he uh, says nuclear weapons or something to that effect but the second part is what got me he's like oh what's the other thing that scares you carnies <laughs> they smell like cabbage <laughs> you know what a carny is no no you don't know what a carny is no no they scare me as well <laughs> only two things scare me and one is nuclear war what's the other excuse me what's the other thing that scares you Carnies. What? Circus folk. Nomads, you know. Smell like cabbage. Small hands. So the other scene that got to me was the um, the part of when they're in group therapy. So Dr. Evil and Scott. 
Oh yeah, and he's talking about his childhood. Yeah, and I can almost like I can remember it verbatim, but it's like um, the whole uh, monologue that Doctor Evil gives. He's like, because um, uh, what's her name? Um, the one who plays Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. She plays the uh, the counselor. Yeah. And she's like, well, Doctor Evil, why don't you tell us a little bit about your childhood? And then it's like, well, very well. Uh, where should I begin? My father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium with low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery. My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. My father would womanize. He would drink. He would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy. A sort of general malaise that only the genius possess in the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon. Luge lessons. In the spring we'd make meat helmets. If I was insolent, <laughs> I was placed in a burlesque bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. At the age of 12, I received my first scribe. At the age of 15, a Zorsterian named Vilma ritually shaved my testicles. There's nothing like a shorn scrotum. The details of my life are quite inconsequential. Oh, no, please, please. Let, let's hear about your childhood. Yeah. Okay. Come on, come on. Come on, please. Very well. Where do I begin? My father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium with low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery. My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. My father would womanize, he would drink, he would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, the sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. In the spring, we'd make meat helmets. When I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. At the age of 12, I received my first scribe. The age of 14, as a roastery named Vilma, ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. From there, and then he gets cut off. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, we're good, we're good. <laughs> oh, that whole scene just got me. Do you remember that scene? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Shaving testicles. <laughs> Shaving testicles. Why? I don't know. I guess that was what it's saying. So then they go to the VirtuCon, um, I want to call it a lair because it looks like a factory. And they're running, they're running like hourly tours of this, <laughs> this facility that should not have hourly tours for tourists, right? So that's what they get on, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, what sort of, what sort of factory is this that runs hourly tours? Um, the Cookie factory. <laughs> it's not a cookie factory. They said that they have like they they specialize in like in me like mechanical weapons and stuff. And <laughs> why would they be running hourly hourly tours of that? The cracker factory. Yeah, the quacker factory. The quacker? Crackers. Quacker. Quackers. Quackers. But then that led to the steamroller scene, which is really funny. Remember when the security guards there and Austin and Veronica are in the steamroller? Yeah. And they're and he's like, no. <laughs> it's taking forever for the steamroller because it's going at like one kilometer an hour. Well, yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> you just get rolled over by a steamroller. Yeah. I thought it'd be a funny scene if, like, the next scene after that, the company has to call his wife to tell him how he died. <laughs> by steamroller. By <laughs> steamroller. Um, and then they. <laughs> They capture, uh, of course, they capture Austin and Veronica, and they bring him to Dr. Evil's lair, which is in Virtucon. And then um, he puts them in these quasi-futuristic clothes. Yeah. Which is really weird. Yeah, and they're, like, and in silver. Yeah, they're, like, these, well, quasi-futuristic clothes. But why is Dr. Evil feeding them? Feeding them what? Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, he's, he's feeding them some sort of food, but he doesn't tell them what. But he brings out food for them. And he puts them in these new clothes. Like, why did he have to put them in these new clothes? 
There was no point to this. And why is her hair shorter? I don't think the hair shorter. Like, her hair is much shorter than normal. I don't think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, it's like above her, like around where her neck is. And her hair is like longer. I totally didn't catch that. What? Hey, maybe you're right. I don't know. Um, yeah, you can look up a picture of her. I will look up pictures of her. <laughs> I will look up pictures of Elizabeth Early. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> then Scott comes and he's like, uh, "Why don't we just shoot him? We can do it together. It'll be a great bonding experience." And then Doctor's like, "You just, you just don't get it, Scott." And he's like, "I have a gun in my room. I will get it, and we'll get Austin and Veronica." And and he's like, "No." No, that's, yeah, no I'm like, just going to set up an elaborate plan. And he's like, and ah, Yeah. Shush. 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 It's www.shush.com.org. That was a real internet thing. That would make me laugh. That was pretty funny. Um, so then they get out of that elaborate thing with the mutated sea bass. Because remember he wanted uh, sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. Yeah. And he's like, well, what could we get? Sea bass. Sea bass? They're mutated sea bass. Oh, are they ill-tempered? Well, yes, of course. Oh, okay, well, that's a start. And then they, they uh, Austin and Veronica get out of the situation. Then they put that guy's head into the pool with the mutated sea bass, and he loses his head. And then Austin makes all those really bad puns. <laughs> Uh, and then they go into the I touch myself scene. <laughs> the, the, the fembots and the fembots heads oh, yeah. explode. Yeah. That was a pretty funny scene too. What did you think of that? Oh, it was pretty weird. Speaking of the fembots, one thing I didn't really realize until we rewatched this, and I and I totally didn't see this before, but when Doc, when number two is coming out after um, Austin gets back into Dr. Le- Evil's lair and number two comes back to make a deal with Austin, he's got a briefcase with him and the briefcase has a fembot in it. I totally missed that the first time. Really? <laughs> yeah. God. That was such a fun, like, roll-away joke. But, um, <laughs> and then that's, I mean, that's pretty much the movie. He, he uh, Dr. Doctor, uh, Evil kills number two. Spoiler alert, 1997. Although he ends up coming back, right, in the next movie. Yeah. But you don't know that yet. And then uh, Dr. Evil freezes himself again in The Big Boy. Yeah. And uh, Austin. Yeah, like how is that big boy freezing him? Well, obviously, there's something inside the big boy no, that freezes no. him. <laughs> oh, shh. shush. Okay. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like there's nothing in there. Like it's just a seat in the side of a big boy. There's a seat. Yeah, there's a seat, and Mister Big Mister Bigglesworth is in there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know because he's in space. That's true. He is in space. Well, that too, but. Space is cold. It is cold, but I think he's, <laughs> but I think he's getting cryogenically frozen, right? Cold. Anyways, so then the Austin and Veronica obviously, I, it looks like they get married, right? Isn't and then the, an she like a robot? That's not until the next movie. She's a robot. She's a fembot. Oh wow! And then they don't have an explanation for that in the next movie. Um, <laughs> so uh, they're in the honeymoon suite, and then um, the guy who looks like Odd Job. Like the the Japanese guy with yeah. the with the hats, and he takes off his shoe and throws it at Austin, and he's like, "Who throws a shoe?" Honestly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so and that, I mean that's pretty much the movie, and then um, uh, you know then you gear up obviously for the second movie. But first time watching it, what did you think? What did you think of Austin Powers? It was pretty good. What was your favorite part? Mm, I don't know if I have a favorite part. No. Okay, well, I mean, for me, my favorite part is the monologue from Dr. Evil. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite, yeah. And the whole casino scene. So, like, I I really enjoyed all of that. It was a great movie. It's funny. It's fun. I honestly enjoy the second movie better. Fun. I honestly enjoy the second movie better, but this one was still pretty good. So, um, okay, well, that's kind of the end of the podcast. But before we sign off, we got to pick what we're going to watch next week. And now it's my choice. So what should we watch? Um, You know what? We're going to go back to the future, and we're going to watch the original Back to the Future movie. 
1985. I love Back to the Future. I know you do. So, yes, next week we are going to review Back to the Future 1. 1985, kickstart of Michael J. Fox's career. The best. It is probably my favorite of the three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really looking forward to watching that with you next week. So, um, let's sign off. Uh, this has been A Child Reviews. I'm Neil. And I'm Isabel, and we love you all so much. Uh, subscribe. Yep. And when we uh, sign off, we'll say, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's exactly what we'll say. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor.fm. So, again, uh, thank you very much. Have a great week, and we will see you next Sunday. Outsies. Outsies? Yeah. Again? Yeah, outsies again. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I don't care. <laughs>